What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And Levon Maynard. Hey, welcome to the show. What is going on? So welcome to another week. Remember to tune in Monday and Tuesday are our topics. Wednesday, we have our discussion. No Ask Assist Peter is Thursday, but we should have a really good uh, weekly rundown for Friday. We talk about all the movies and books and TV shows and all that non-cyber stuff. So definitely tune in. But without further ado, I'll give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this article is from techcrunch.com. Uh, it's from Ron Miller, who wrote this one. So a title of this is Cybersecurity Could Offer a Way for Underrepresented Groups to Break into Tech. Um, so what this was, was uh, uh, the week of, I'll get the dates here. It was a couple of days, July 26th and 27th, uh, AWS had their reinforced conference. It was a conference they had in Boston. And what they were talking about was uh, diversity, right? And things like that going on in the cyber world, which, you know, that's what we're here to talk about. So um, they actually had... Uh, who was it? It was the CSO, Chief Security Officer Steve Schmidt, and the CISO uh, for AWS, CJ Moses, who were delving into this a little bit. And it was, it was some interesting things that came up um, when they talked about this. And the CISO uh, was the one that brought up, yeah, this is something we want, right? And it's along the same lines of stuff we talked about on here as well, about having multiple viewpoints, you know what I mean? Not just hiring people just to hire them, but to have other people have those different voices in the room, right? Um, so uh, one of the things, uh, one of the things that's mentioned in this article is a report that came out. It's called "Building Building a More Diverse Cyber Industry," um, and it's what What can we do today and tomorrow? Is what it talked about, and some interesting things that had in here, right? Um, some things that you could do now today to improve diversity in the workplace, and things you could do in the future. But some of the things you could do now, um, and, and these were very interesting, and I thought very good ideas were take over the burden of certification costs from candidates. So you know, usually. When you go into a job, you know, they want you to have the certifications, you know what I mean, already done. And these tests aren't cheap, right? They're upwards of $600 for some of these, you know what I'm saying? So um, it could be cost prohibitive for someone who's trying to just get into the business, right? Trying to get into to IT or cybersecurity. Um, establishing partnerships or programs that provide pathways for diverse talent was another thing they said um, that I thought was pretty good, right? So apprenticeship programs, things like that, stuff that's stuff that we talk about here again, right? <laughs> and and some things that some of these companies are actually out there doing. Um, another one I thought was was pretty good, and it was reduce the importance of employee referrals in hiring decisions, right? So this is kind of how you get rid of the old uh, what do you call it, the, the good old boys club or whatever it is, you know what I mean? So kind of reducing that being something that you rely on. Um, a lot um, to try to get those di diverse people in the room because what ends up happening is that you know if the majority of your the majority of your workforce is is of one color you know they tend to I'm not gonna say they let me not say they but people tend to tend to stick with their own right so it just you just keep perpetuating what you already have you know when you do stuff like that so kind of go away from that a little bit and I thought that was very interesting but um, it, this was an interesting article in that you had. Uh, some of the top people in the company, right? This is the C-suite we're talking about, right? Out here talking about, hey, diversity, and we want to make it work. And I just thought it was, I thought it was a pretty cool thing. You know what I mean? LaVon, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. And you covered it very well. I mean, this is pretty much what we're, you know, what we're here for. We're kind of talking about the diversity in IT and, and cybersecurity. Um, and, you know, this great article kind of goes into the, the, the issues that you described. And one thing I was going to point out real quick is obviously they put some statistics on the, on the website here as well. Um, 
from, I guess, Zapia, which is like a hiring site. They say 25% of the technology employees are women, even though they're half of the population, and 7% are black, in spite of being 14% of the population. And then uh, this is the US population, and 8% are Latin X, in spite of being 18% of the total population. So, you know, we would like to see those numbers kind of increase. Hopefully, we can kind of uh, balance them out so it's, it's kind of representative of the country. Um, and obviously, like you described, diversity of ideas. People have different upbringings, different backgrounds, different experiences. Um, these kind of help help like formulate the person as well as kind of give them fresh different ideas that people may not even think of uh, coming from like a you know maybe cookie cutter uh, background that uh, maybe a lot of other people around them uh, come from. So I think it's a great thing overall. I mean, I like to see more diversity as much as we can, and then um, you know hopefully we can kind of get that. Um, you know, get that, get those numbers up and get some representation across the field. But uh, I'll turn it over to you, Ryan. What do you think about this one? Oh, yeah, that, there's no, nothing to disagree with uh, in the article. Um, I, I do like the apprenticeship idea, though. I, I did not, um, I've not seen that. I, I think that seems somewhat uh, original on their part, as opposed to trying to hire entry level, but asking for like mid to mid to upper level um, certifications, just bring them in. Like, hey, uh, find people who have the aptitude to learn uh, IT and then cybersecurity and then just bring them in, get them started up and then uh, hopefully pay them to retain them right um, at that point. So you want to have a mass exodus after you get these people spun up. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. I, I don't like that the stats haven't changed much since we started. So we're like on our second year. It's the same numbers. 25% women. Uh, uh, what is it? 8% Latinx. 7% people of color. Um, yeah, those numbers are don't seem to be moving very far, at least not right not right now. Uh, I thought you were gonna say something, Shannon. No, I, I, I was, what's even crazier about that. So in the article, they say that uh, in America, the population for people, for black people is 14%. The last census, it actually went up to 16, I wanna say. So that's even more okay. disheartening, right? Is that the, the amount right. of black people in the country has gone up, but those numbers still haven't changed, right? Right. Yeah. So definitely, uh, I think initiatives like this, the one though, um, what's what Apple is doing um, uh, down south, as well as I think it was Bell South, uh, Apple, Microsoft. Um, they're, they're they're trying their 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 best to get the pipelines moving. Right. They're trying to build programs to bring people in. So maybe we're just not seeing it just yet. Right. They're still in the pipe, uh, getting the training, and then maybe a year or two from now, we'll see those numbers jump. Um, but as long as the efforts there, right? Like people aren't giving up. So that's, that's definitely um, uh, heartening. I was gonna say, like, what's the what's the opposite of disheartening, right? Heart is it heartening? <laughs> Heartwarming? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a word? Remove the dis, and it's the positive. Right? <laughs> it's yeah. very heartening, right? I don't I don't think that's the phrase, but it, it definitely shows that people do care and they they do want to um, build up the community. So that that's the most important part. So now put your money where your mouth is and get these people started up and and ready to go. Well, I think that pretty much does it for this episode. So definitely tune in um, for Monday and Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday's discussion. Um, and then Friday, we talk about everything else. So we talk about like the Predator and some other, or what is it? Prey. We talk about the new Predator movie called Prey and things of that nature, right? Non-cyber related type stuff. Um, but like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Go to all the websites that have our name. Uh, all of our social medias go by our, our the name of the podcast. And then personally, you can reach me at at RyRy Security Guy, that's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Clubhouse, and TikTok. And you, Levon? 
Yep, you can hit me up on Twitter at LeVon Maynard. There it is. Stay safe, stay secure. Take care. Thank you.